You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Join your hosts, Steph and Tara, every Wednesday morning as they dive into a new witchy topic. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. This is Steph. And this is Tara. And you're listening to episode 34, Disposing of Spell Remains. This is important, but I'm not going to cheer because it's not the most exciting episode. (laughs) It's definitely not exciting, but it comes up a lot because there are things either that you reuse in different spell work or that you just get rid of. And once something is completely used up, it seems, you know, very anti-nature, which just throw stuff away. It seems, you know, really wasteful. And then what does that really mean for for your spell in the long term if you're just, you know, throwing that stuff out in the trash? So we are going to talk a little bit today about how to properly dispose of any remains from your various workings. Yes. So the first thing that we wanted to say is that these are just some of the things that we do because we don't follow any sort of specific traditions. Uh, If you do follow a specific tradition, they are going to have their own rules about how to dispose of spell remains. So you always want to check there first. But if you are a more general practice or eclectic in your practice like we are, and you pick and choose from a lot of different traditions, then you can also pick and choose from all the different ways of spell remain disposal that we're going to talk about today. As long as you always take proper environmental and legal precautions. (laughs) Yes. No matter what we tell you today, we are not advising you to bury hazardous things in the earth and we are not advising you to go digging on private property always take the proper precautions we do not want to be responsible for you being arrested and the laws vary by area so like what's legal for me is not legal for Steph because she lives in a big city and I live not in a big city (laughs) correct correct yes so So, always check your local laws before you do anything that we recommend on this list Yes, I was like, that's something to keep in mind is that local ordinances change. And even from my place to my parents' place, which is less than 20 miles, the laws are different because they live in a different county and they're literally rural. And I live in a city, just not a big city. So just keeping that in mind, it can vary quite a lot um, in a small geographic area. Yes. So spell remains are divided up into two categories. The first is reusable items. So that's like tools and crystals, any unused candles, if you haven't burnt them all the way down. These are items that can be cleansed between workings. Uh, Of course, tools like wands and athames don't need to be cleansed because they just direct energy and they don't store it themselves. But the crystals, candles, jars, things like that should always be cleansed so you don't confuse the energies between workings and then you can go ahead and reuse them. And don't be afraid to cleanse everything if you feel better about that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I cleanse my athame, but only once a year. And it's just as part of my celebration to welcome the new year. And if you cleanse using, you know, rosemary smoke or you leave things out in moonlight, you might as well toss your tools in there too, as long as you got it's everything going easy. already. Yeah. <laughs> Lazy witchcraft at its finest. Indeed. So the second category of items are the things that cannot be reused. This is usually oils, herbs, um, petitions that you write out, candle wax. So we're going to talk mostly about how to dispose of these things. So 
First, we want to say that you can actually reuse these items. It seems counterintuitive yes. that we're like, oh, here are the disposable items, but you can reuse them. But it is a wonderful way to continue uh, working into the future. Yes. These little pieces of things can be added into what's called mojo bags or sachets, and they you, then you would just re-energize them for a long-term working. So if you have some sort of you know, career-related spell or love-related spell that you want to keep working on, for however many weeks or months into the future, it's good to add these things to the little bags that you can carry around with you and just keep re-energizing them instead of redoing the entire working all over again. Yes, and super, a lot easier. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> with items such as beeswax, herbs, and petitions, um, since you can get these down to such small pieces, you can actually form these into a long-term talisman or amulet, which are much smaller than mojo bags because these tam- yes, talisman can be carried around with you or they can be added into future spells. So if you're going to do the exact same working again, you can use these same items without having to cleanse them. Kind of gives them almost an extra boost. Since you've already used them in a successful working, using them in the exact same working is like a double dose of that successful magic. Yes. And they can also be, I have glass beads that I burnt um, to ash a blessing and then I formed it within the glass bead and I use that in a lot of my house cleansing because it's worked so well in the past and it's basically a little talisman that I can easily add to other workings with the same mojo as it were. Smart. I like it and it's pretty. (laughs) So now we are going to get into the ways to dispose of these items when they absolutely will not be reused. So the most common way is to dispose of spell remains by burying them because it's the most versatile method. Mm-hmm. The location that you bury them depends on the working that you're burying and how you want it to continue or not into the future. Like we said, never bury anything hazardous. Say yeah. that again. <laughs> never do that. And oh, also yeah. know that when we talk about burying, plant pots work just as well if you don't have access to a garden or or if you live some very city location like I do you can bury things in plant pots it's the same concept yep so if you want to continue it working and it's to bring new things into your life like love luck or money the best place to bury these items is in the front of your house if you want to maintain what you already have like steady work steady relationships you want to bury the items instead in the back garden to get rid of something completely and bring it to an end, like um, banishing work or uncrossings, burying things in a cemetery is the best place, but never on someone's grave. Never, like ever. The edge of a cemetery. But this is also some place that check your, check your laws. Like we're not telling you to yes. break into a cemetery and bury something and then get in trouble for it. We don't want you to do that. But some cemeteries um, don't mind if you bury something sort of like along the edges. And um, if you've done a working for someone else, it's best to bury it on their property rather than your own, following those same sort of general guidelines. And hospitals are a great place to bury something that you did a health spell for. But again, only if it's legal. (laughs) Uh, One thing for health spells, depending on where you live, there's a lot of community gardens. I found those to be a great place to dispose of health, potency, sharing, caring, those kind of, anything that spell involving those, the spell remains seem to do really well in a community garden as well. That's a good idea. And it's usually legal to bury something in a community garden because <laughs> it's a community garden. But again, <laughs> very true. 
because you can't legally bury anything on hospital grounds near me. Another place to dispose of spell remains if you do not want to bury them is in water. Obviously, this is only for natural workings. Like if you have like a you know, natural piece of paper that you wrote something on um, in pencil, like something like that. Something that is okay to be released back into the environment. Uh, yes. Never anything hazardous. So the where, the type of water depends on your intention. The ocean or running water is good for getting rid of something. So if you have like a witch's bottle or a scapegoat spell, something that collected negative energy and you're trying to get rid of it, running water is the best way to completely cleanse that. Yes. Um, it's a good way to completely cleanse an item so that you can forget about the working altogether. So something that you're not trying to continue, you're just putting an end to it right then and there. You're washing it away. Exactly. If you, we talked um, about that sort of idea of black magic, which we really call baneful magic, the cursing, hexing, crossing, jinxing. If you want to do work like that and you want to give it sort of an extra kick as you're disposing of the items, getting rid of them in stagnant water like ponds or swamps is best. And that's also a good location if you're doing a working for slowing someone down, like a binding working, ponds or swamps is a good place for that. I have nothing to comment on those. (laughs) (laughs) Another popular method, particularly for things that you want to get rid of forever and forget about, is to throw it over your shoulder at a crossroad or bury it at a crossroad. And then you walk away from it and never look back, especially for negative workings. This is not one that I've personally done myself, but I know it is a popular method. I have used the bury at a crossroads. Um, I've never done a working where throwing it over my shoulder felt complete enough. Um, but I have buried at a crossroads. And one good thing about that is it can confuse the working. Um, so like you said, if you want it to be done, forget about it, not find its way back to you, burying it at a crossroads is a good way. Um, just to add some confusion. So it doesn't bounce back on you necessarily, or depending on what your working is, but it's something that, yeah, kind of puts a stopper on it. Indeed. Indeed. Um, another method is obviously to burn spell remains. Uh, fire, of course, destroys awesome. and releases all energy. Uh, Plus, it's awesome. <laughs> yes, some some people like Tara really love fire. They love the fire. Love the fire. Uh, and then you would dispose of the ashes in a suitable location. You can bury the ashes or dispose of them in water and things like that. But a lot of people like that fire method to just completely destroy and release all of the energy this will shock you all but me 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 (laughs) (laughs) and the very last method last because it's obviously not the best but sometimes there is no other option is to just cleanse the items release all of the energy and then throw them in the trash we obviously don't like to recommend just throwing things away so we highly recommend using natural things in your workings we never want to use you know plastic and things like that because they don't do not break down and the only option is to throw those things away and yeah we don't we don't like doing that so the more you can use natural items in your workings the easier it is to get rid of them in an environmentally environmentally friendly way but if you if there really is no other option you can just cleanse the energies from all of the items and then throw them away And some of these other options aren't 
there even are natural things that you don't want to burn. It's going to be very bad for you if you inhale any smoke from certain plants. Um, so make sure that you know what you're using in your spell and think of ways to dispose of it before you get to the disposal stage. I highly recommend that. Um, I had a friend make herself really sick by burning a plant at the end of her spell. And it turns out it releases toxic fumes. So that's so good. (laughs) It was really not. Um, (laughs) so then she had to go and to the doctor and explain what she was doing. And she was in the broom club. It was a whole thing. But, um, one thing that I highly recommend when you're getting started is don't automatically go to the cleanse and trash method, but make sure you know before you get to the end of the spell how you can dispose of these things. If you have leftovers or if you want to banish something or just be aware of that when you start your spell. Uh, We've talked about a lot of things that you can exchange for other things, like one crystal that you can exchange for other crystals or different herbs you can exchange. And so it's good to know going in what, how you can properly dispose of those items in case you want to make alterations to your ingredient list. Absolutely. I would say that I bury things most often because at our house, we do have both a front and back garden uh, location that is not covered by grass. So it's very easy for me to dig in and bury anything that I want to. But I will say that I don't think that I have very many spell remains that I completely dispose of. That's kind of rare for me because just because of like the type of magic that I do my workings a lot of them are in the kitchen and obviously those ingredients are then consumed Mm -hmm. and I otherwise use things that can be cleansed and reused like obviously I've talked about how much I love crystals crystals everywhere (laughs) (laughs) Uh, a lot of you know I do a lot more you crystals and divination than Tara does and obviously you just keep reusing those divination tools And a lot of home protection workings and things like that. And when I use herbs and oils in that manner, they stay on the house. You know what I mean? Like if you use the oil to draw a sigil on the house, it just stays there. There's nothing to dispose of in that instance. So on the occasion that I do have spell remains to get rid of, I think I bury them most often. But I try not to have too many. I don't have too many. I probably... In the last, gosh, like decade, I would say I've maxed out at maybe a dozen spells a year that have something that needs to be disposed of. Um, Most of my workings just don't have things that either can't be reused or aren't consumed during the working. So I tend not to have much in the way of disposal. Uh, As I mentioned, I love a good burning. So (laughs) I will burn things and then I bury the ash. It's actually really good. Um, in my kitchen garden, my witch's garden, as it were. Um, so I tend to bury it and then it nurtures the herbs and things that I'm growing for future workings. But I, again, don't do, I would say no workings that are something that needs to be forgotten or banished or gotten rid of completely. Cause most of my workings tend to be, I shouldn't say tend to be, I would say 99% of my workings, I want to continue working. I don't want to just cease uh, the magic at any point in time. So I tend to keep the remains around to keep the spell potent and moving forward. I agree. I do that too, where I just keep keep reusing things. Yep. 
that is all that we have for you this week on Spell Remains. Hopefully a, a relatively quick episode because I think we've had some lately that have been like 30 plus minutes long. We did not mean for that to happen. So try to try to give you a short that, one. But... <laughs> um, but if you have any questions about Spell Remains or anything in particular about this episode that was confusing, you just have some sort of particular item that we did not mention and you're wondering the best way to get rid of it please let us know reach out to us on instagram which wednesdays podcast or send us an email which wednesdays at gmail.com and of course our website which wednesdays.com yeah, <laughs> website hey that is all we have for you this week and we will see you next week bye follow us on insta Thanks for listening to Witch Wednesdays with Steph and Tara. Love our content? Consider donating at anchor.fm slash witch-wednesdays to help keep our podcast up and running. Please leave us a voicemail on that same site if you have any questions or comments, and follow us on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast. <laughs>